0: Welcome to Warren Radio, with your hosts, The Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening.
1: Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower, and I'm here with The Watchman, and we are very glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on the following links USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And you can listen and download our shows by going to Warren USA.com and DanaGlenSmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, WARN Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And don't miss these posts on warn-usa.com and dana.glinsmith.com. Light or Darkness, Choice of Generations The choice of generations since the coming of the Lord to die on the cross for our atonement is life or death, the light of Christ, or darkness of sins and rebellion. Prophecy America, among the nations. America America today is so busy squabbling, infighting, and the future of America is divided. This nation and the nations of men all hang in the balance of the Lord. Christ Jesus of the faith you follow. The hard-nosed fact of who we are is not the faith, but the Christ of the faith, whom you are to follow. And the latest posts on warn-usa.com. Christian Prophecy Persecution Classic at Warn Radio. We were warned by the Apostles and in Revelation, yet today the flood of persecution reports cannot tell the whole story. House of Jacob Isaiah's prophetic book part 12 on battle lines. We look at a prominent portion of Isaiah and find find a famous section referencing a miraculous deliverance in Judah. Here we have the antagonist and the protagonist. And the rising. It's a Christian fiction thriller. Written by the Watchman, Dana Glenn Smith. When he who opposes rises, believers overcome by faith. We introduce a former black ops sniper named Mac. He is hardcore and one of the best at what he does. His work is secretive, elusive, and necessary, but he wanted out. You can find this book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books-A-Million, Ingram, Walmart, Google Play, which also features the e-book, and Angus and Robertson, and many more. And be sure to go to dana.glinsmith.com to sign up for the WIBR WARN radio newsletter, where you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop, where we feature The Rising and other Christian books, as well as resources from our vision media. And now, I welcome in the Watchmen... Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight?
0: Well, we're doing okay. How are you doing? I'm
1: doing great. I'm thankful to the Lord that we have shelter. We're in out of the freezing, zero-degree weather, and it's bitter out there. It's bitter cold with the wind, and so I'm very thankful to be inside.
0: Yep. Well, I'm thinking of those truckers up in Canada. They've been up there, I think, four days. Wow. And so they've got to fill up with gas. You know, these... And so I don't know what they're all doing. But uh, the Trudeau um, government is mocking the truckers. Matter of fact, Trudeau himself said he'd rather talk with BLM. This shows you how much of a thepoet this wicked, guy is wicked yeah. he is you know and he's the one that uh, put on blackface when he was probably a college student or it's well known that's what he what he did there's pictures of him all over the internet so this guy you know it's is wicked just liberal and nuts and of course with the recent uh, studies that they've had out they said the lockdowns, the mask, and everything that we've gone through for two years, didn't change much of anything. Matter of fact, they were a failure. There's only a 0.2 of one percent difference that it made, yeah. which which it was nothing. And so you have these kind of liberal nincompoops, and we've got them in D.C. and we've got them up in Canada. And you would think this knucklehead would get his butt out of there and go talk with these people, invite them in, and have a discussion. But he's too proud, too stubborn, too much of a liberal to be, you know... You know, the the old days, people weren't like that.
1: Nope.
0: You know, they were... People that, when I was raised, there's a lot of them. Of course, they had wicked people back then, nincompoops as well. But a lot of people were generally good-natured. They were open. They would talk to you. Everybody waved at one another in our town. You know, everybody went to church, practically. And uh, today, you know, you have vile stuff going on in this country. And you have vile attitudes. you got filthiness. And and that is what America is today. It is. If for a minute you think this country is righteous, you're wrong. I don't care if you're a preacher or not. And you hold up your churches, well, you know, we shall see there. Because judgment will begin at the house of God.
1: Yes, amen. Then
0: if we, who are barely saved survive, then the question is, where will the sinners and the ungodly stand? So we have a filthy society, and we're not the only one. Filthiness, greed, pride, lies, every kind of sin that you can find, we flaunt today. And I'll I'll tell you, You know, our first story up is about the Good News Clubs versus Satan Clubs. Satanism is a really up-and-coming thing. I mean, it's not up-and-coming. It's been there. Uh, Years ago, I've talked with uh, kids that would, when I do a teaching on Halloween and various other things, they would get mad. And I've told this story many times. I corresponded with him about three times, and then I never heard from him. He claimed that he believed in Jesus, and he also served Satan. I told him, you can't do that. And we talked for a while. He was a little upset over that. Then he went away and never heard from him again. And you see, the thing of it is, today uh, we mistake the governments of men And their acceptance of filth as being the word of God. That's not the word of God. That's man. And although there's many abominable acts that have been okayed by the nations of men, there's still a sin and an abomination in the sight of God. Whether you like it or not, it does not matter. And you can rant and rave online in the streets, you know, at home. But that's not going to change the sovereignty of God and the fact that you are a spirit and the God of all spirits will hold you accountable. And unless you repent and come to the Lord Jesus Christ and walk in him, follow him, you will die in your sins. That is the fact of the matter. And, you know, when you get up here today, I was listening to the ACLGJ, go through some of the stuff that the Biden administration was doing. That is not very good. And uh, you begin to see how a lot of them fight morality. Because we know, don't we, Tower? Let me tell you this. You remember And that was when Obama was in. And they caught the IRS... Going after Christians and Christian humanitarian groups.
1: Yes. Samaritan's Purse was one of them.
0: Yeah. And guess what? The ACLJ took them to court. And they were ordered to stop that. And that same issue came up this week, or last week rather, when Biden, Biden's IRS, decided that they would uh, have uh, certain things implemented in the IRS
1: the biometric iris scan
0: yeah and so um, this opens up a whole ball of wax that we're not going to go down there's not anybody I know of that's stupid enough to allow the IRS to have their biometric data which is absolutely stupid the IRS has fax machines They were recently hacked. They're, uh, you know, and they said today exactly how many many months the IRS is behind and trying to get the returns out and things like that.
1: Yeah, and then they want to try and implement that. Give me a break.
0: And one guy testified that when he called in, it took him, he had to be online on the phone for six hours. Wow. And then he said that... uh, They didn't answer the question. And if you talk to someone else, you know, it wasn't the same thing. It wasn't the same answer. So at any rate, there's a lot of issues with our president who is demented. Absolutely. There's no question. He has onset dementia. And the fact that his wife, Jill, is featured on social media, leading him off the stage, tells you how bad he is. Yeah the people that cheated on this election now, we've got a lot of evidence, they do, um, the people that are doing this, of what has happened. And because it got cheated and all the illegal votes, you put in a man that is demented. So there's somebody behind the screen and the agenda they're implementing is Barack Obama's. Barack Obama is about as much a liar as he is anything else but he's a slick willy is what he is so we've got issues in america and it's called also onset judgment and when i see this kind of junk that i see today coming in it it was on the christian newswire but it talks about the supreme court ruling in 2001 and it had to do with the Good News Club. There was a time, and I remember this, when these Good News Clubs were popping up all over the place. So there was several um, suits that came out to stop them <clears throat> from having, being able to put these things. So the one thing they did, atheist groups and others, they decided that they would start having Satan Clubs. And uh, they said that they one of their main agendas, tenets, is to stand against bigotry and hate. <laughs> and so, and, and you know, this, is, this really is, you'd say, well, that's ridiculous. But see, this is exactly what Paul said. When he was talking of himself and the gospel and those who preach it, he said to those who believe, we are an aroma Of life. In other words they love them. They know. To those who don't believe. We are an aroma of death. And of things to come for them. And so same thing today. The gospel. You're either going to understand it. And have it become an aroma of life. Or it becomes an aroma of death. And the Lord openly said, because they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you. So at any rate, it's ridiculous when we have to talk about online. Do you want a good news club or do you want a Satan club? Or you allow them to both go on, but the way it works is you have to send a letter home with all the children. And the thing of it is, somebody's saying yes, because online, I run into Satan groups all the time. I run into people, and there's a lot of young women, college level, high school level, that are caught up in Satanism and dark things. And they mock abortion. They mock killing babies. They boast about it. But the thing of it is, is America has every, every evidence of judgment that's ongoing right now. And, of course, I've talked about judgment. I've been warning America for many, many years. I also told on this broadcast that how I knew ahead of time what was going to happen in the election with Donald Trump. And that when Joe Biden won, there was going to be a sign associated with that. And everything is lining up and even more than that. So if there was everything I'd tell you to do while we're talking about good news and Satan clubs, the good news is God wins. The bad thing is for those in the Satan clubs, Satan loses. He's already lost. That's
1: right. Thank God. And so it's
0: high time for those and I'm not going to go any more into the story. That's all you need to know about it. You want to find out more? Go look it up. In America, we should not have Satan clubs. But see, we got it in our heads that we needed to make everything equal under the sun. Well, everything is not equal under the sun. Not if you want to remain a godly nation. And Satanism and black magic and witchcraft is not good. And even if you call yourself a good witch, that's a lie out of the pit of hell. You know, that's why scripture says, suffer not a witch to live. Now, of course, we're in the area of grace, so we don't go around killing witches and others that are evil. But today, there is good news. And that's what the Good News Club is, is that... God, the father sent his son. That's the good news and died on the cross, resurrected from dead, openly triumphed over all principalities and powers and is coming again. And, and there's an open slate for you to become born again, forgiven and have a relationship with our God and father and the son of God, the Messiah. Now, you see, it don't. All you got to do is come to him. And we can say, well, Christianity's free. Well, Christianity may be free. The offer on the cross may be free, but it costs the Lord his life. And once you accept him, it'll require everything out of you to become a disciple. So if you think becoming a Christian is just sitting on your butt in a church Monday and, you know, or, or uh, Sunday or even a Saturday or a Wednesday or a Thursday or a Friday. There's some of them even do Saturdays wherever it is, and uh, that's your role in supporting the Lord. Well, I got news for you. There's a lot more than that. It costs. And today in America, people are too lazy, too rebellious, too self-centered and too full of pride in order to get much done because the only thing we get done in this country, it seems, is fighting and have a division with ourselves. And when a a house is divided, that house will not stand. Amen. And you are on the bridge, overlooking an arena where we are living. And on the horizon, there's a big cloud. And that cloud is full of darkness. And it represents what's coming. And you had better wake up. So, at any rate, Good News Club, Satan's Club, you can choose because you are free to do that. Revelation 22 gives us the freedom. He that is wicked, after that, it says, let him be wicked still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. Go read the context. I'm not going to tell you everything. You have to get up and do something for yourself. Get into Revelation 22 and read that and think on it. Because see in the end of days, there's nothing that tells us to take a Satanist and tell him he has to convert No, you don't have to convert You can do whatever you want to I advise you to repent You won't find anybody that'll That'll care for you like our God and Father does but plainly in these end of days. It's it's clear the nations of men and the great Gentile Empire and the Gentiles exist of every nationality on earth, except those that came out of Isaac, which is Judah, which is Israel overall in the twelve tribes. The more of the Muslims aren't even of an individual race. they are of the Gentiles as well. they came out of Ishmael. there's only one chosen kingdom, and that is the kingdom and the bloodline that came out of Isaac which gave the line and through that line came Yeshua the savior of all mankind now that's the long and the short of it and if you don't want to believe it that's up to you but i know where i planted my flag in my heart and my commitment And I can tell you now, slew foot, the devil, the darkness, and all your cutesy little witch and satanic things that you like to do, and all your little dances celebrating killing babies when you're a female. This is what I'm going to do when I get pregnant. Uh, You're going to dance because uh, that's what you say in your lips in those little clips. You're dancing and you're celebrating a bunch of you, college-level females who celebrate killing children. Or you're like the avowed atheist who while talking to someone else being interviewed she took an abortion pill and celebrated killing her baby now we don't know whether she was pregnant or not but she pretended she was and that she killed it on, on air now you see those are all shocking things that's why they do these things I don't get shocked because I don't care what kind of darkness you play with I'm telling you that the church of Jesus Christ needs to stand up and we need to speak against, pray against, stand up against the darkness in this world. Because if you don't, These demons are going to chase you, brave little Christian, all over your church, out the door and back home, and they're going to torment you until you decide to jump out a window. I got news for you. You can rebuke these things in Jesus' name. You can bind these. You can cast them out. It's time for the church to learn spiritual warfare. Amen. All that out of Good News Clubs versus Satan Clubs. Now, you just pick out which part you want to believe. We're moving on. (laughs) well guess what we're talking about we're Mm -hmm. in Kenya now you know it'd be nice that we didn't have bad guys
1: that is for sure but unfortunately we do
0: Rashid is his first name he's one of Kenya's most wanted terrorists and Apparently, he was cornered and captured by local youths in a village in the Democratic Republic of Congo. And he was handed over to the armed forces and arrested. And according to ICC, International Christian Concern, where this article comes out of, they said he was a great terrorist. A great terrorist means you have blood on your hands. You're wicked. You're committed to the fact that uh, Mohammed, you were supposed to do. Go make war and either kill Christians and kill others that don't follow him or die in the process. And then when you die, you're promised paradise. There again, that is a lie. And that is not true. It's true that they say it, but see, because we're dealing with the thing in the hereafter, the only way you're going to know it is that after you die and you're looking for those 70 virgins and trying to find paradise and you find yourself down in hell, you're going to begin to wonder what happened and you will know it because in the spirit, the minute you die and you leave this body, you will know the darkness and what you've done. And there will be no recourse for repentance at that point. Whatever you've done in this body, you're going to pay for, either good or bad. Now, see, this young man had fame because short films and pictures were taken of him cutting the throats of Christians and the police.
1: That's horrible.
0: So this kid has blood on his hands like nobody else, and he uses somehow uses his telephone. And uh, they said that he either takes it or has someone else. In November of 2021, this kid was had a hundred thousand dollar reward. And, of course, there there's four others that were also charged on terrorism charges. This young man said later when, when asked what motivated him, he says, I was given a machete by the ADF rebels to behead the government's soldier that we had captured. They told me to draw attention to all the people of the world that there was Islam in Congo. And they were invited to come and spread the Islamic religion so that Islam can rule the world. So I killed the FARC soldier in the name of Allah. And here's another one led astray as a kid.
1: Unfortunately, very tragic When you read that, when I read that story, I thought that it was going to tell of his coming to the Lord. I know. That would have been amazing.
0: Well, you know, the thing of it is, there are those that do come to the Lord.
1: Yes, hopefully he will.
0: And uh, we got another one. You ready? Ready? yes okay
1: this story comes to us from cbn and um joel veldkamp from international communicate he's the international communications officer for christian solidarity international csi and it's a a christian human rights organization and he recently told Faithwire about Sadaf, Khan's tragic story, as well as her harrowing rescue. So in February of 2019, when she was 14 years old, she was abducted from her home. Her parents had no idea what happened to her. And later they were notified from the police Your daughter converted to Islam, and now she is married to a man who is much, much older than she is. Sadaf's parents, who are Christians in the Muslim-majority country, they immediately fought back. They hired a lawyer, took the man who had married their daughter to court, and the teen showed up in court and fully veiled and disallowed from speaking to her mom and dad. And despite that, her parents could tell she was very uncomfortable and in so much fear, even though they could not see her facial expressions. And as you well know, the um, situation for Christians in Pakistan is anything but just uh, Bible-believing Believers are treated as second-class citizens. And um, this Sadaf Sadaf only became a Muslim, only converted to Islam after she, after her parents' lives were threatened and her own life was threatened. And the kidnapper who's her so-called husband, brought in a forged birth certificate that said she was 18 years old, which means that she's free to make her own decisions. So the judge just didn't allow her to speak, didn't ask her questions, just looked at the forged birth certificate and said, oh, okay, yeah, this is good. So, of course, the Sadaf's family walked away from the courtroom without justice being served. And it wasn't until April 30th of 2021 that an attorney supported by CSI was able to get the case heard by an appeals court. And it was then that Sadoff's family finally achieved victory. But it did not come without deep wounds and scars for her. So the appeals court ruled the marriage and conversion were illegitimate and she was free to reunite reunite with her family. So she was able to return home to her family and once she got home, she was able to actually speak for the first time and talk about what what she had been through. And Veldkamp describes the teen's ordeal as unbelievably horrible. It's very clear that she was used essentially as a sex slave and a maid by the family. And she told us that she had five forced abortions during her two and a half years of captivity. So please pray for Sadofs. That's terrible. It is. It's horrible. And she's now receiving psychological assistance. But it, the good news is she's also in the midst of a six-month training program to become a beautician. Good. And and all these efforts are supported by CSI. And, and, you know, as we well know, this is just one in thousands.
0: Yeah, it is. We've reported this a lot, but there's a lot of this. And there's
1: tons more of these young girls that this is happening to.
0: And, you know, if you take it even further than that, you know, there's a lot of stuff uh um, sexually are done to kids and to girls uh young women as well as uh um you know brothels and all kinds of things mm-hmm. we know that there's trafficking over our our border and uh, the girls are brought over and uh you know when you see this overseas though
1: it's horrifying
0: it, it is and uh you get in those nations, and boy the, it it is so biased against you getting your kids back, but you can't let your girls or your boys for that matter, wander around by themselves because they can get into trouble there there are predators everywhere
1: there are
0: so uh, a good story, and this is another reason we urge you to pray for the persecuted church and for the issues of these people. You know, the thing of it is, is that we talk about judgment on America. What we really need is America to repent. We need this nation healed. Because there's a lot of people that need help overseas. And we have major Christian ministries and humanitarian ministries that do a lot of work, put a lot of money because Americans give. And we need them to be there on the front lines and we need to support them. So this money and food and clothing and ability to work and other things can help them to support themselves so they can support themselves and their families and live a Christian life. And uh, so you need to pray for them. Intercede. now uh
1: well one thing I was going to add go ahead Pakistan is ranked fifth on the open doors world watch list as um, one of the most intense anti-christian countries with the most intense anti-christian persecution number five
0: yeah and you know that's pretty high up on the list
1: it sure is out of 50
0: yeah and we're always talking about pakistan and in india and in nigeria and uh, there's a number of others we're talking about all the time where the stories come out of now wilberforce 21 wilberforce Uh, is an organization that deals with human rights. And they will discuss basic human rights, and also they will discuss when you have, like, a Christian persecution or some other. Uh, They've also covered the Uyghurs and a lot of other. So 21 Wilberforce. Um, And they did an article about Rami Kamel, released by Egyptian authorities, Um, He was in prison for two and a half years, awaiting trial. And uh, when he was arrested, he was uh, mistreated. And they wanted to punish him or silence him for publicizing the human rights abuses that were occurring against Coptic Christians. Now, the Coptic Christians in Egypt date clear back to the time of the Apostles. And um, matter of fact, you can follow the book of Acts and uh, there's an incident in there with an official from Egypt. And uh, and he actually got saved in that little incident. But the cops go way back. And unfortunately, there's been a lot of persecution of the cops over the time. And there's other groups there, too, other Christian groups. And uh, the Christian cops in Egypt, it's just unbelievable how how they've got the history and everything. But a long time ago when we were covering, uh, there was a lot of persecution going on. And they were talking about the fact that we just live with the fact that we're going to be a martyr. Uh, You know, sooner or later, they're going to kill us. And that's the way they lived and so um, this guy who stood up for him tried to stand up for him was arrested in an effort to silence him and of course one of the people one of the groups that were standing up for him was actually on an international level was Coptic Solidarity and uh, I, I get letters from both the cops and a number of other um, Christian organizations that are really really old Um, and so they're they are political they do try to get some stuff going but uh, you know and almost everybody goes to the UN to get help but the UN is not very good at getting these things taken care of And so, at any rate, Mr. Kamal, they said, was arrested under the cover of darkness, was beaten and interrogated. No legal representation. Why doesn't that surprise me? And
1: that was before he was to speak, a few days before he was to speak, um, to participate in a UN forum.
0: You know, the thing of it is, is well, at any rate, you can see in the world there's a lot of injustice.
1: Yes, there is. And
0: Christianity fights just to keep from getting killed. Um, And in America, we've got a lot of churches, a lot of pastors. And we need to be drawn close to the Lord at this time. And we need to utilize every spiritual weapon the Lord has given us. And we need to use it to free people from the powers of darkness. And that's what's holding Egypt and Iran and China and North Korea and many others. These are principalities and powers. And and that some of these things are so entrenched. And in America, you've got some of these principalities and powers that's been established. And uh, they're there. They're not going anywhere. And so be sure to pray. Now we're also going to be, uh, Tower, are you ready for North Korea? Well,
1: you skipped over Indian Christian politician.
0: Oh, yes, I did. Because I was going to do her next.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: India politician Margaret Alva this is kind of unusual now this woman is a christian politician in india now that's not easy to be
1: oh that's for sure
0: but see she talks openly about how uh the indian constitution guarantees freedom of religion and must be upheld but uh she is calling on the government of uh, Prime Minister Narendra Modi to do more to protect Christians and other minorities from extremist groups. Now, I've talked about him endlessly. And he's he's of the BJP party, which is a nationalist Hindu party. And uh, there's a lot of radical Hindus. And their one goal, at the beginning of when, uh, last year they were saying that they were going to remove every Christian by 2021.
1: I thought it was 2025.
0: No, it was within a year.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, but at else. any rate, it doesn't matter because they didn't get the job done.
1: Thank the Lord.
0: Yeah. So uh, she wrote a letter, and the thing I found interesting, she says, "The leader of our great democratic secular socialist Republic of India." Now, that's the first time I've actually seen it socialist. Because I can tell you that as far as the Christians go, when there's a very, very bad tragedy, we've had testimony from them that when the government officials coming around with aid, they give it to the Hindus, but they don't give it to the Christians. One was even quoted as saying, call upon your Christian friends in America and have them help you. Uh, and, And that... ...is the way we see it going more and more. But see, she's talking about this. She wrote this to the Prime Minister, and she said, "...governed by a constitution which enshrines the fundamental rights and freedoms of Indian citizens, irrespective of caste, color, race, or creed, as a senior concerned citizen who has served my country for 50 years in various capacities." And so she goes on and she talks about the Pope and she also says that there's a highly organized militant right-wing extremist groups that are terrorizing, attacking, and killing innocent Christians in the name of religion. And she said that I'm appalled at the recent widely reported statements made by some religious leaders calling for genocide of non-Hindus in order to create a Hindu Rashtra or state. And she emphasizes that there was no response from the government in response to this.
1: That's too bad.
0: And she says, From the early days of our freedom struggle, Muslims, Sikhs, and Christians, and indeed those from many other religious sects and denominations, have fought shoulder to shoulder with our Hindu brothers and sisters to win our freedom and defend our motherland. Now, see, this is what they forgot, because India just didn't get there because of the Hindus. They got there because everybody fought together. And uh, so I find this interesting, this letter that she did stand up.
1: I'm glad she did.
0: And she does emphasize, you know, that she has served her country in various capacities. And, uh, you know, she's a politician. So, and she is from uh, a Christian state. And there are states in India that have more believers than others. And there's other Hindu areas that are really radical that as a Christian you wouldn't want to live there. But I can tell you, covering it as long as we have been covering India, the Christians have been on the short end of the totem pole, so to speak, in India for a long time. And as far as freedom for Christians and India, the two don't even match. India does not represent freedom and rights, especially... When you have Christians have a history of fighting alongside the Hindus to create the state. And yet these Hindus don't even recognize that. This is how obviously radical and left-wing it has become. And of course you can look in America too. We've changed as well. Every nation has changed. And if you look at the nations of men today, they're in turmoil.
1: That's right. They sure are.
0: So, at any rate, that's India, and that's just a little glimpse into...
1: Well, it seems like that gives the people of India hope that she stands up, and hopefully
0: well, you know, something the th- will be done. That's true, but you know, the problem of it is, is that, you know, these Hindus, these radicals, they just soon kill them as look at them.
1: That they're just as bad as the Muslims. Yeah, they are. The Muslim radicals.
0: That's right, they are. Because we've been covering it for a lot of years, and we found a lot of them. And, uh... So, at any rate, now we can go to North Korea.
1: Okay. This is about a lady named Bay. Of course, her name's been changed. And... um, She was sent to this, she and her husband were sent to this village where they're at now because they were caught with a Bible. And as soon as the North Korean authorities realized the couple were were Christians, their lives as they knew them were over. Faith in Jesus can be a death sentence in North Korea, and Open Doors estimates there are around 400,000 Christians in North Korea. <clears throat> and they are excuse me and they are all secret christians if they're caught they're lucky to escape with their lives well they were one of the lucky ones and um so she hopes she'll meet her work quota picking crops she doesn't want to risk any additional punishment or the loss of her brief moments during the day where she can forage for food She collects her food ration around 6 a.m. and trudges off to the fields. The government provides food for people like her, but just enough to keep them alive to work. She knows her breakfast won't be enough to ease the gapping hunger in her belly. And like all the other people in her village, she's starving. She's not hungry enough to die, at least not yet. But the hunger is always there, gnawing at her bones like an untamable animal. And when she is able to take a short break, she heads to the woods. The mushrooms and plants she collects from the forest help stem the growling of her belly. But the extra food is never a sure thing. And finally at dusk, she finishes her day, she gets another meal, some watery soup, and if she's lucky, some rice, and returns to her home. And then Baze gets to her real work. She waits for the moon to go behind the clouds, then silently pulls on her cloak. She slips out the front door, carefully to close it quietly so the neighbors don't hear. As she makes her way through the village, she sticks to the shadows and steals back to the forest. By this time, she isn't foraging for fu- but this time she isn't foraging for food. What she's after is even more important. She finds the tree with the gnarled roots and scrapes away a thin layer of dirt. She pulls out the plastic bag and tucks it under her cloak, returning to her cabin as quietly as she left when she gets home her housemates are waiting they've already covered the windows with blankets and lit a small candle and from the bag she dug out she pulls out a book she opens it and begins to read in a voice barely above a whisper man does not live on bread alone but on every word that comes out of the mouth of god it's another day in a North Korean church.
0: That's amazing. It
1: is. And, and um, she's been able to escape to China where she was able to, um, she made contact with a safe house that's run by Open Doors Partners. She was able to meet with other Christians and she said it was a sweet experience of fellowship and the safe house gave her food, medicine, and a new Bible. She sang and prayed and read scriptures with her new friends at the house. And she said she didn't have to be quiet. And um, while she was in China, they offered her the chance to stay to live a freer life outside the tight controls of North Korea, but she refused and instead returned home with the medicine, food, and Bible to share it with her secret group of believers and these gifts will sustain the faith of those Christians for years and uh, um, apparently they don't I they don't say how but she was able to get a letter out to open doors and she said dear brother we are ver- we are well and peaceful with father's grace and your concern we give thanks to the father who is doing almighty works I am so overwhelmed to write you this letter. We receive the greatest love and concern, which cannot be returned back. We live firmly in the suffering march as always. Whenever I open my eyes in the morning, I feel the presence of our Father. Right now, we only receive materials from you, but we expect the day to come when we can return those back in God. From the perspective of other people, our life of suffering must seem like a cursed life. However, this suffering is a blessing from our Father, who allowed it in our life because it is a shortcut to the Father. He knows our suffering and listens to our prayers. We thank our Father who has done such great things to prepare life for us. We who receive His amazing grace keenly realize and understand His words. Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the Father. That means any life that follows his words is blessed. The thing I give thanks for the most is that Father God uses me to work as his servant. I desire to dedicate my life until death to glorify him. Brother, I have one request. Please send our gratitude and appreciation to those who sent these support materials to us. I bow to them with a thankful heart. Let's stay healthy and fight strongly for a gospelized North Korea. Take care. Bae, your sister in Christ. That's an amazing letter.
0: It is. She's
1: an amazing woman.
0: Yep. And that is one of the reasons we do the show. That's why we focus on the persecuted church. That's why we warn America. Warn the churches. Because we need to wake up we need to be on fire we need to be fighting and we need to be fighting for those overseas as well as for ourselves and it's a time of unity in the church it's a time for Christians to pull together it's a time to believe don't spend your time fighting and I mean between ourselves We stand up when we fight against the darkness. We fight to restore America. But we don't as Christians, and even with others, should we be fighting. In as much as possible, live peaceably with all men. Share the gospel with them. Talk to them. Help them. There's there's many in this country that are soft and comfortable, and they have no intention to repent right now but as things have gotten tougher in america people have started to respond to the flicker of christ in their heart until it burns brightly in their spirit so to this end that's why we work and um
1: that's right
0: So remember the persecuted church Remember to pray for them support them Check out the book the rising Uh, We have a major uh, Bunch of ad stuff that's coming out and they were working on it. I don't yet know Where it's at in that but that should be coming and uh You can find the book on Amazon. You can find it on Life Rich Publishing and many, many, many other places. You can search for it by putting in the words The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. And that's G-L-E-N-N, two N's. But at any rate, you'll find it. And if you have problems, go to my website, our website's at warn-usa.com or danaglynsmith.com. You can find ads on the front page. You can find our store over on Dana Glenn Smith, and we have all the books featured there as well. And get the book. Read it, because it's important, and it has a lot of stuff. By this, we also work to support ourselves in the ministry. So check all this stuff out. Tell your friends about it. And when you read the book, be sure to leave a comment on the book. Leave a comment. If you buy it from Amazon, leave a comment. Live Rich, try to leave a comment. If nothing else, go to our website and leave a comment. So until, well, at any rate, we're going to have to get out of here, Tower. Good
1: night, everybody. Thank you for joining us whenever you do. You know we dearly love you all, and we hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. Thank you for all you do for him, and please pray for your brethren, pray for us, and we pray for you, and we love you. Good night, everybody.
0: Don't forget to go to our websites at warn-usa.com, dana.glinsmith.com. Remember you can go on over to our websites and we always have a full list of recent articles and of course our shows are our, our shows that go on not just this one but Thursday night and Friday morning broadcasts uh, our Thursday night is on the on the book of Isaiah we're in about our hundred and nineteenth episode on that alone. These are in-depth biblical teachings and uh, we want you to enjoy them and mature in Christ. Be sure to check them out at warn-usa.com, com. We are on a lot of sites where we have worked with people who are carrying our podcasts. And they're around the world. And some of them have done really well in foreign countries. So be sure to pray and help us also to get this gospel out and to reach out and pray for these other organizations that we have mentioned today because they are on the front lines. Support them and help them because, folks, this is our time to stand up. This is our time to be counted. Our brethren in Christ need help now. And we need help so that we may continue what we're doing. And the Lord's provided for us, and I'm not, you know, we're we're doing fine. God provides. But check it out. Check out the book, Pray for the Brethren, and check out a lot of the things we have on our websites. Remember, you can always follow us uh, through WordPress. We have a lot of people that... Listen to all of our stuff through wordpress.org. So until next time, may God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. And may he light the path before you. And may Christ always be at your side. God bless. Good night. Shalom.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of
0: The Warn Radio.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of
0: The Warn Radio.